I'd like to welcome everyone back to the basement studios of The Audible, First Amendment Sports. For our signature weekly DC sports segment, where we always lead off with an excess when we can, especially on a Valentine's Day. Come on, Kevin Ricca. I mean, what smooth brother made this playlist? Seriously. We're going to get to the bottom of that <laughs> on this show tonight, Tim Strachan. I think that's cheap. It's certainly at the top I of our agenda. So I'm eliminated. Well, one person who we're, we're glad not to eliminate this week is Kevin Ewald, who has traveled all this way from Charleston, South Carolina. I appreciate you guys welcoming me. Welcome me? Are you a welcome me? We're, wel- we're the welcomers. You're the welcome me. Red breast tastes good. You're welcome me. <laughs> You're very welcome me, Kev. You are very welcome me. So, we've kind of beaten up the Redskins tonight uh, on offseason on the brink, and we shift the conversation just a teeny tiny bit on this 2017 Valentine's Day to our other favorite. Uh, teams that are playing right now that des- are deserving yeah, of our teams love. That we love, yeah. I mean, you turn on the TV to watch one of your teams play right now, and you're a DC sports fan. Overwhelming odds suggest that you're about to watch a team win. That's awesome. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. There's two gorgeous girls that have stolen our hearts. Right here in February. Go on. Well, I was hoping everyone could Go on. react to that. Uh, I know. I know where you're going with that. I, yeah. So I, I had this argument this week. I hope James is listening. He better be listening. Um, he's on a, on a, an off-season uh, Redskins tailgate group text. Um, but we're all DC sports fans through and through. And he, he, you know, he, he just harps on the Cavs' failure over time in the playoffs, which I totally get. That's what I do. Um, but to me, and this might sound harsh, and I think he thought it sounded harsh, if you're not going to watch this team play every single night, um, and, and it's not easy to do, I, I get that, but if, if you don't recognize their greatness and you can't experience it on a nightly basis, but all you do is tune in when the playoffs start, which a lot of fans do, um, I don't want to hear your, I don't want to hear that group of people complaining because uh, this is an amazing team. This is the best hockey team on planet Earth right this very second. It, it's uh, it's shocking how good they are, uh, given how good they have been, and, and they're better. Um, they're built. They are built to win in the playoffs, and we're going to see how that shakes out. We know how that works right now, but do not tell me that you can't extract joy in your life out of this Washington Capitals team that just does nothing but freaking win. Everyone each year says this team is different. This team is different, but this team. Uh, <sighs> Watching their watching them play, watching them score six goals a week. They're first in differential. They're they're first in, in goals per game against. They're second in goals per game and first in save percentage. Where's the hole? You know, when you get stonewalled by a hot goalie in the playoffs, which we know, you know, very happens very often to us. Absolutely. Well, fine, but our guy is just as good. 
You know, it's not going to be that one guy that stops us. We, this team is, on, on paper, the, the, the most talented, ridiculous stats I've ever seen for a Caps team that I've followed. And I've been guilty of being the playoff hockey guy. But I'll tell you, the last few weeks, these guys have got me going nuts. I, I have to check it in. I, I can't miss. I will DVR, and I'll fast forward yep. and rewind, but... It's must-watch TV for a guy that's not a diehard. I don't watch it as guy. much. I, I don't watch it as much as you guys do, and the, and the reason being, I think a few weeks ago, oh, no, not a few weeks. ago. You would appreciate a couple it so months much, ago, man. You would. When the Wizards started off horribly, yep. I believe I said I'd watch a Caps game before yep. I'd watch a Wizards game. I think somebody else said, "Are you kidding me? It's basketball." Right now, I said I watch both because I right now, I'm not a hockey guy. Okay, of course. With the Wizards doing what they're doing, I'm going to watch the Wizards game. Yep. I, just because I, that's, that's, that's I don't, okay. you just rattled off a whole bunch of statistics that sound impressive. I don't know what that means. I'm not a hockey guy. I don't know what other, you know. No, no I just did the, how many goals have we scored, how many goals have they scored, because that's about as far as I go. But that's, I, that's all you I know, did. What registers to me as a Caps fan, and I'm a Caps fan, I'm just sure. not a hockey fan. Okay, if you, somebody says, who do you root for? I say Caps, absolutely. I love the Caps. I love playoff hockey. Fourth, hockey is your I'd, fourth. I am not, on the pro I'm not four. a hockey fan, I'm not going to invest a lot of my time in a, in, a, in a regular season stretch that I know is going to go well and they're going to play incredible, but I've done that. Wizards, Nats, and Skins are above caps. I'm going to watch the Wizards right now, yes. Yep. Okay. That, that's, hey, totally fair. Um, totally fair. I, I, that, that, that's fine. I, I'm all fighting I, my brother, and I'm just stating my point. Sorry. I, I just... Sorry I just to get, well, I just no, want to I'm make at, sure I'm that we're too. on the same page with regard to, um, you know, this this idea that the people that don't turn their TV on until the to the playoffs start are somehow speaking for like the diehard. I, see, I, I don't think I'm not what a you're hockey. You're saying is T shouldn't be allowed to say the Cavs better win it or else because T didn't invest in the regular season. I'm no. not saying like blah blah blah. I would say it from the. I would say it from the. I'm going to say it. But I'm saying but there's I, a lot yeah. of there's a lot of T's. But I would argue yeah, from the other side, right. Kevin. I would just argue from. I would well, argue that, from the other side. Of it. Yeah, I, would, I would say it a different way. I would say. Uh, I, know, I, like, I just like to point at T. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I would say you know truly ours is a unique sense of satisfaction. Um, who have watched the, these guys play every uh, minute of, of hockey that we have when they do come through in the playoffs. Agreed. That, I, that's what I, I'm not saying. on that level. I'm in between yeah, that yeah, level okay. and T's level. Okay. And, uh, and I agree. Yeah. You guys are invested. You guys are experiencing the journey of having an incredible team to root for locally, and I get that. And I think that's where we – you're – and justifies the means guy. I get it. It's, it's just how people are. It's how people root for their teams. Hey, it's my, what my boy Chris Wallace said. Show me, homie. You know that that at the end of the day, that's what sports is. Uh, that's why uh, you know that's that's the biggest knock on our sports town to date is our lack of trophies uh, over a, a period of time. So, or like Ricky Bobby's dad said, if you're yeah, not first, you're, you're last. First, you're last. You know, I mean, being first in the regular season is great and all, but I don't want to be the, end the th- season if you're not first. I don't want to be the DC sports <laughs> What'd fan. You spend all that time for? I'm not a hockey fan. I'm not going to spend that t- that much time on it. It's one of our core prongs when we, when as we go forward with the audible over the course of our lives, and we go year to year. We we talk about this team in terms of average daily fan experience. Among one thing, we talk about the um, titles, the star power. Uh, you know the tr- the way the way in which things happen to be trending. Um, th- things are things are going real well in a lot of those departments for us. Yeah, uh, but the only thing that changes the titles 
category is titles. So um, Caps, right now, the Caps represent Washington's best chance for a title, for a trophy. Undoubtedly. It's, it's not close. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a, fa- it's a, it's a Vegas odds-on favorite. Listen, we know how we know how this works. Hype it up, Candy. We know how it works. Well, I'm, all I'm saying is now I'm talking about DC sports fan. As a diehard and and in the tank Caps fan, obviously I'm go, I'm currently set up for one of the biggest disappointments of my life if it, if it, that goes down. Uh, but I I I, uh, I think that I think that this team is going to to I think this team's going to make us proud. Because I think that they, the, where they're different is they win on the ice. What I mean is, in, in years past, they, they've counted on shootout wins and you know these overtime situations where when you get to the playoffs, you don't get that. You actually have to put the puck in the net to win. Um, we we have not been that good at that over the last two or three seasons. Look at us now. I, I believe we lead the league in on the ice wins. I think that's true. Obviously, we're one of the, we're the best team in the league, but I don't think we have the all the overtime shootout wins that we had in the, over the last two seasons, which we had, a, we had which we had a lot of them. When you score five and six goals, there's not going to be a lot of overtime shootouts. We're putting it away on the ice, which is that's how you win playoff. Ho- that's how you win playoff games. You have to win on the ice. And in playoff hockey, you win on the ice. There's it, 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 they'll go on forever. <clears throat> what does that mean? It means that one. I'm saying one reason why the Caps they don't, they don't win on the grass. No, Caps. <laughs> Caps had tons of overtime and shootout wins, um, where the rules are different. It's like what, four on four, three on three, whatever it is these days in in, in, a, in the NHL. In the playoffs, it's you just keep playing, and and the Caps were built to get get you through three periods to a to a time when you can go four on four and then win a shootout. That's what that's what they they, they Just, excelled. So we're that. clear. Yeah. They never change playing surfaces. <laughs> this is, this is, they never change. See, see, right. see, I I played high school. I played high school hockey. I played college hockey, and expert, I was expert. die hard Caps fan. And when I saw the when we had the the, the we were on twenty four seven with Bruce Bordreau and the chicken wing sauce, and we got inside the locker room, and we every like any sport, you have hard times, and we were going through a hard stretch, and. We were down like seven to one to the Rangers in the second period, and we've all played teams that are better than us. And like, you look to somebody in the locker room, your best player, to say, "All right, let's let's do this." Bruce Boudreau's doing a speech. Nobody players paying attention. Ovi's not paying attention. I'm like, there's no leadership, like waste. And they Boudreau had a couple more years. Fast forward to bring in Dale Hunter. There's no leadership there at all. They bring in Jason Arnott. And that's where actually went to second round of the playoffs because that guy is a born leader star. He leaves the next year. Again, it's easy to win regular season games, but in the playoffs, teams really focus on, we need to stop this, we need to stop this, seven-game series. They change their defense. We get stoned again, no leadership. But this is the first year I've really seen OV say, I'm, I'm taking control of this locker room. Well, I think it did. They're, they're producing from... All their lines. You can't. You can't stop the Caps the way they're playing right now because they're getting it done from every single possible place. I mean, Alexander Ovechkin for the first time in over 300 games didn't even put a shot on goal a couple nights ago, and you know they still you know scored however many goals you know and they, you know, they made their five or six goal uh, quota for the night. Uh, our Papa John's 50 percent off discount quota of the night, which 
by the way, between the Caps and the Wizards, I think you could could have gotten 50% off of Papa John's Pizza in 88% of the days of 2017. I'm just the playoff games are 2-1, to 3-2. to two. Like, they're not... Yeah, you're not getting the five six. Well, and that, and that's fine, but but our defense, uh, we have the number one defense in the league. We're uh, we have the league lead in, uh, assists from from the defensive um, line, and 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 I believe we um, are are the best in goals against. So I I I I'll put our defense up against anyone, anybody, right? I mean, but I love hearing what Kev just said about. Ovechkin's leadership in the playoff going because that's when everyone's going to look directly at the guy that we talked about, which happens in every locker room. you got to have that guy. Thank God we have and a Hall of Famer. And thank God he's that guy, and it's that guy that's being that guy. If you were going to say another name, I was going to be like, uh, it's him doing it. You know, that's, that's going to mean everything come spring. These guys, Alexander Ovechkin is transformed into – uh, in addition to being like the, probably the best guy on the team still. Like, I got goosebumps right now. I'm not messing yeah. around. Like, he, he is, watching what he's doing. He's transformed not just from being the best guy on the team. Now he's transformed into the guy that like all these other guys are literally willing to throw themselves in front of a tractor to just to get it done for him. I want T to have goosebumps on hockey. How do we make it happen? I know, I know, and I and and and, and I love it. But I, I game just, seven. But but I, but I, I know. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> W win. I mean that that that's just it for me. I mean, does, does, does that does that does that piss you off that I'm I'm like that? No, well, even though I'm still I'm a Caps fan. No, it's absolutely fine. not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely but does not because you me. guys need us when it comes to playoff time. Apparently not. The reserves, <laughs> not the res- what that the res- reinforcements. Sure. Everyone has reinforcements. Everyone has reinforcements. You're DC. Well, you're DC sports experience. fan. Absolutely. You're a DC sports fan. You, you, exactly. have, you make hey you you don't, you make no apologies. None are warranted. You're you're all you're, you're not a bandwagon. Anything. If, if you support your home team above all others, I support the Castles. I'm not going to go see a tennis all, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I work. No, that's not what it's about. Right. I work yeah. quick. For, I Real work, quick. All right. Time no. out. Time out. Yeah, no, you're I don't you're it. straight. We get it. You don't have to explain why. I get it. We get it. I, I, what I was going to say was listening to the Ovechkin talk and watching. We talked about John Wall. I think that team has taken on his personality. Oh, yeah. Unselfish, freakish worker, 110 miles an hour, never quits. I think watching these guys evolve is the funnest part of the whole scenario. Oh, yeah. uh, if Ovechkin is the leader that we just discussed because we know what else he's got. John Wall's coming to his own and his big brother the hell out of Bradley Beal and turned him from the most polite jump shooter to a, 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 a slasher attacking the rim with some attitude. Uh, the it's unselfishness of that team, watching these guys evolve and then you know, talking about Kirk and hopefully we get to see that happen as well. Uh, this is the most exciting thing of all time. There, there's no difference what's going to happen in the spring. The Caps have a better chance to win it all. The Wiz are going to be must-see TV for me. I'm not going to miss anything, but I've started now. Uh, yeah. I'm in. Uh, I started two and a half weeks ago on both teams. I'm watching everything. It's Look, so fun it's so to good. watch. So good. Look at the way they're managing Ovechkin's right. ice time, too, by the way. This is an unprecedented move from a coaching standpoint for, with regards to the way they've handled Ovechkin. Uh, he is he is being he is he is waiting in the bushes. He he knows that he doesn't have to win these games. He doesn't know. Uh, I'm sorry. He knows that he doesn't have to um, carry a team in the regular season just to have the chance to be in the playoffs. When they hit game one, I'm telling you, as every Caps fan, every everyone who's going to be watching that game one in the playoffs this season, whoever we go up against, they're going to be facing like a 20. 
40-year-old Alexander Ovechkin. I mean, that's going to be like the, the effect, the impact of the, the minutes that he hasn't played and he, that he won't play going down the stretch. They're, go, he, they're going to lo- launch him like a catapult into, the, into whoever we face in the playoffs. This, this is going to be something we haven't seen before because he has not going, he, he's never been th- this rested going into a postseason, and he won't be the, ever be you know, this rested. They, and, they don't, and they don't need him. They don't need him to be the the MVP for the next you know handful of games. They didn't be the MVP in the playoffs, and he, I think he can be that guy. I mean, is there any reason to think? I mean, he if you hit the postseason and he is a hundred percent healthy, and he he does have just a teeny tiny less bit of tread than he's come to the postseason with in previous seasons. That that's the that's the guy who carries the team in the playoffs. Every single season, and looking back at, I mean, I think about Mark Messier, for example. I think about some of these these older players who have carried teams through the playoffs because every guy on the, on the roster will do anything in their power. To you know, look at the way Tom Wilson is playing would, right now. Would you argue that Messier is capable of doing what Ovechkin's doing, or Ovechkin can do anything and everything? You know, you know what I mean. O- like, Ovechkin can do whatever. Which Ovechkin one's the better player? Anything. Oh, that's a great conversation. You talk about it's comparing grades. Yeah, though. it is. Yeah, because I don't know as a hockey as a non hockey fan. I don't know what makes a great player. I understand their stats. Where does Messier rank for you? One, oh, oh, you know, ever did Messier like, was the ultimate leader, and he had the benefit of playing with Gretzky and Edmonton. Uh, but Messier had played with a subpar squad and won the cup in in New York, and he was the leader. So, at the hockey player at the table. Out yep. of the four of us, has now mentioned leadership as a the one a, a yeah. dominant thing in hockey. Yeah, and as, Ovi never got to play with anybody to learn that from, but he's grown into that. I think this year. Well, he has at the um, uh, international. When he played level. with Fedorov. That was a huge deal because he worshipped Fedorov. He worshipped Fedorov. But as a in, on the international level, he's obviously played with a lot of amazing and been around a lot of amazing Russian players. Yep. So that's but that, then you come to an English team. Is it like you <laughs> yeah, become the teacher true. as well? Like the, the, you're, the, you're no the longer the pupil; language. you become the teacher. Yeah, I mean, he. Let's be real. Like we all love a good cocktail, and Ovi's on the DC night scene. Big time. Well, he was. Now he's dialed it back, and he's his English is good, and he's willing to put in the time to. Because there are players coming and going, he's putting in the time, and he's he's settled down. He's in, and he's invested in, in his teammates. In a, in a, I, I don't think that's new this year either. I think that's something he's been morphing into uh, over time. Um, the organization committed to him, Big Lee, and he knows his clock's ticking too. I mean. It is, but it, 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 that I was actually thinking about how how do I raise this um, because it was something that it was a, a it was a uh, reason why people would give well we should consider trading him over any at any point in time over the last five seasons which obviously was always a ridiculous idea uh, but people are like oh yeah the clock is ticking this guy is scoring his his. Even though his his numbers are, are a little bit down this year, I mean, first of all, he could go off on a run in the next month and a half um, that results in him getting very darn close to fifty goals again this season. He, 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 the clock that he it's hit not the a clock. It's how he plays. Understood, but so he doesn't play as physical as much during the regular season, <laughs> which is really what it's all about. I mean, he he. I mean, the guy threw people into the boards. 
uh, and broke glass, uh, you know, when he was a, a rookie. So he's not doing that during the regular season. I think you get that guy in the postseason, and he still gives you 50 goals. I mean, he, he he's a 50-goal scorer. I mean, he's a 50-goal scorer. Tell Ovi not to check his telling, like, RG3 to slide. No, he's he, oh, Ovi is protecting himself. You can see it every night. It's, it's beautiful. I think it's great. He didn't care about the regular season. I personally think that means he's playing a little bit hurt and he's getting healthy. That's fine, too. Either way, it's a good result for us if that's what happens over the next. So about his clock ticking. That's that's secondary to the expectations every spring that he's going to stare right down starting here in a month, month and a half, whenever it is. I mean, the clock's ticking. As a hockey guy, if the Caps and Wiz are on at the same time, I'm watching Wiz. If the playoff game is happening simultaneous, any game on right now, the Caps Wiz are on the same time. I'm watching Wiz. I haven't Caps seen this. I haven't. I haven't seen this level. I love of, watching the Wiz. Of, of attitude. You want to talk about leadership and attitude? And you were, you were, you were hinting at it, Kevin. They've taken I mean, on his but just personality, all, man. all of it, though. I mean, it, the way it's all come together. The way now that now you watch them playing against Cleveland and, and against Oklahoma. City, Jimmy's and, and, and the high five. The, uh, talking shit when, constantly. When, when he did that behind that between the legs pass, and then afterwards ran around and did the whole thing to the crowd. I was like, "Whoa!" The, like, "Whoa!" It was. It was. Uh, I was giggling out loud. I rewind <laughs> it so everyone could see it. There's. There's. There hasn't been a better maestro at the Kennedy Center in the last seven years <laughs> than what he did at the Verizon the other night. After that, he sprinted down the court. Bradley Beal had the, the airplane out looking at him. It was like that perfect moment. He's in the stands with being beloved by the same people he had to call out not so long ago. Yeah. Said, come check this out. Now, he's in charge. Or, or, he is the whole, he's the lightning rod. He's the man. Or against Cleveland oh. when Beal hit the three and did the little, you know, the walk back to the, to, to the huddle on the, on the timeout. I mean, they're having fun and they're playing ridiculous. And and it's yeah, well, when John Wall and Bradley Bill weren't getting along, that's because John Wall was telling him, you, "You need to be a dog." You know, yeah. there's no more jump shooting. Something happened. Get I think to the Brooks, hole. I think let's, Brooks let's, deserves here's a how you need whole to play ball for real. Credit. Well, Scotty Brooks is the one name that's spoken. He's a pro. I mean, we it's talked it. about it earlier. Grunfeld and his bipolar career here, but <laughs> Scotty Brooks, wow, man. Well, but, you know, Kevin. So let, let's take us on the way out. Let's take us down this last road uh, on this week's episode of uh, DC Sports Topics, and that would be with regard to um, the front offices. So we, we were just talking about the Wizards. To me, I see uh, three first-round draft picks that are really, really panning out for our roster. Um, in Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, and our MVP, John Wall. The resignables, the must resign. Yeah, this is so when you talk about an organization's, organization's strength, um, the reason why, as a, as a DC sports fan, as a Washington Wizards fan, why I'm so optimistic is that we have three first round picks that are playing it in, in, in our all star level. I mean, whether they're on the team or not, these guys, this is, you can win with this core three, uh, and which kind of morphed into a great, a grander conversation, um, with Kevin Ewald in, in the green room earlier. Uh, about GMs, so this town's GMs. So, with only four faces on this Oubre, Mount Washmore, on this Mount Rushmore, a core and waiting. He, he he could be a lot. Of, there's a lot of young guys on all the teams in 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 town 
um, that we we have high hopes for, and that, that the expectations are high for, and, and for right and, and and for good reason. Guys who have actually, I mean, Kelly Oubre has played well. Jan Vesely could win on this team. To, to Ewald's point, though, like in basketball, once what's the order? Once Oubre once Oubre gets to a point in his career where he kind of like gets it, you know, he's a veteran. He's now. Not just using his athleticism, he's experienced. He could become, he could become really good. I think so. He's long. He yeah. fits. He fits in what they do. Uh, you know, if Mahinmi, they need one. Look, look. They're they sharing need, the I ball. Know, uh, look, John Wall and Gortat are not shooters, but they run the pick and roll to perfection. Yeah. That, that, that's that doesn't happen. There's not a pick and pop guy. Wall is not. I mean, he can knock one down, but. That doesn't happen unless there's five solids. We got the we have as good of a solid Giant five. Gargamel. But what 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 we're discussing here is a, who who is who is the worst GM? Who is the worst GM? Or 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 if we can audible style, take the positive road and and work our way backwards. Are we gonna do it on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Let's, Let's, this is this is. Are we gonna is, do the no. Netflix do it on Valentine's Day? I, I think we need to. No. Mary kill no, Netflix and chill. I think we with do. Our four. GMs in this league. Now, okay, let's uh, let's let's Shrek style to uh, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> let's let's introduce our contents- no, contestants. It's not Sarah McLaughlin. Who is this? Stand by you. I don't know. It sounds like Sarah McLaughlin. Okay, just let's let's proceed. Okay, let's proceed. Okay, who is it? Let's proceed. Okay, uh, Indigo Girls. Pretenders. Okay, let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. We have our boy Scott McLovin McLuhan. Uh, we have Ernie Grunfeld. We have Brian McClellan, right, for the uh, Caps. Yeah, he's going to be on the thing where there's, it's, it's the three, and then there's the one I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever. And then I believe uh, you have Rizzo over in um, Nats Park, if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> based on, I think, so here, so based on the fact that the Washington Capitals are the best hockey team on our, the entire planet, uh, and they're good young, they're good middle, they're good old. I, let's just say they're off the table. Yeah, I was going to say. He's, uh, he's, well, George McPhee a, built half that team. That's fine. But, but yeah, I agree. That's probably, fine. We'll right. give the McPhee-McClellan Irish stratosphere. Yeah, on, they, on, they on, are. St. Valentine's. Fair enough. As a front office, they're set. They're, they're like, this is like Publishers Clearinghouse style. These guys are set for life. The, 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 the payoffs coming, I mean, they have so, ma- they, they have so many ridiculously young Talent, talented foreign players. Good God, um, right. Mary Kill, Netflix, and Chill, McLovin, Grunfeld, Rizzo, T. Stracken. <laughs> Pass. Come on. No. Come on, Kevin Ewald. Are you ready? I think this is pretty easy, actually. Okay, if it's easy, let's yeah, hear let, it. Let guests go first. Let's Ernie, I kill because let's be real. John Wall, everybody in the world knew that was the first pick. I mean, that was no brainer. Bradley Beal, same situation. Okay. Everybody knew that was it. So, the best, our whole team is built on something that anybody could have done. Okay. So, Gortat, Morris, Ubre. Oh, you want me to go through all Ernie's? Oh, you want to pick those ones? No, no, because I'm killing him, too. But I'm killing him because <laughs> he's bipolar, and if that freaks me out, I, uh, I, I, I need to know where I stand on solid ground. I'm Rizzo, I'm marrying. Uh, 
I I ran into him at um, Justin's Cafe. And I'm like, you're not leaving us this year. And he just had a big cigar. He winked at me. He goes, nope, I'm here for a while. And I'm like, he's he's always out there at the bars. He's, you can talk to him. He's awesome. And he does good work. Um, granted, if I had a job like that, I would I couldn't do that. But anyway, so I'll, I'll marry the default. Whatever. So you're going to, no, you're going to Netflix and chill. As long as yeah, it's not you, Bruce. You, as long as it's not on, Bruce, Scott, yeah, that's fine. You just married Rizzo. You killed Grunfeld. Yep. You killed Grunfeld. Now you have to Netflix and chill with, with McLovin. McLovin. Or McLovin. As, as long as it's not Bruce, I can Netflix and chill with McLovin. That's fine. Anyone have uh, an update to that scenario? Oh, yeah, I can update it because it's my same exact one. I mean, baseball is a long 162-game season. you got to give a lot of time commitment. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of good days and bad days you have to overcome. I'm going to marry him. And McLovin gets down. You know, if I'm going to Netflix and chill, it's going to be. I know he doesn't do the hard stuff anymore, but I can get him a case of Bud Light. We can have a nice Valentine's talking about the draft. Well, T, go ahead. Who are you going to Netflix and show with first? Yeah, you can just go first. That. first. Just Come on, off. man. Come on. That's what everyone's waiting for. Don't be the guy who just Netflix and chills Drop with whoever's hammer. left. Drop whoever's left standing. I think it's going to be Rizzo. Right. You're gonna kill Rizzo. Okay. Baseball. Good. No, you said you said Netflix and chill first. Ooh. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Why is Valentine's that? I'm just clarifying. Day. You know. So you're gonna Netflix and chill with Rizzo. Just because he's a baseball guy. Netflix and chill. You know. You know I like that. Uh, me, you know that means. No, I don't like that. I'm, it means I'm gonna hang out and chill with him. Chill is the the. We're gonna do the more of the chill part. Just focus we, on we the chill. We just came back from McLovin's place, man. You don't have to explain nothing to me. Just go with it. It's no, Valentine's. So, but I'll, I'll marry McLovin. Because I'm a football guy. I like that commitment. Is it straight consummation, or you wait until the after the reception? After. Okay. Is it because... so traditional. I like it. Is yeah. because his... Because Football's you, traditional. You see a talent scout there. We are the third handsomest team in the NFL, I understand, as of uh, yesterday. And he, he picked most of these guys. So maybe he'll pick you, too. <laughs> killing Grunfeld just because he's been killing me for so long already. <laughs> There you go. Uh, you know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change Most it up on you. Most uncomfortable game that so I play with you guys For now. Mr. McClellan right now. <laughs> He's going to get married, Netflixed. Well, we took him off, right? McClellan's. Oh, yeah. He's gone. So it's, it's Grunfeld, McLovin, or Rizzo. Yeah, so I, I'm going to Netflix and chill, first and foremost, with Ernie Grunfeld. His his history, let me tell you something about this guy. He's all about the big three. All about the big three. Over the course of his career, he likes likes trios. So um, I think think that's just Valentine's Day magic. Do you have three balls or something? (laughs) I'm just... Listen. That is all. That is all. Um, So bring it on, Ernie. I love it. Um, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's talk <laughs> on, as far as marrying <laughs> goes <laughs> with your bad ass. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine taking on a bigger project in my life than my main man, McLovin. And just, you know what? Just providing a home for him. Maybe just being there for him when he comes home from work, making some You're dinner. You're a rom-com guy. <laughs> I mean, listen. Me and McLovin. We're going, we're going to watch a lot of DVR shows together. I don't even know what those are. That's what I want. I'm interested to find out. I have no idea. Like, what's going to be our shows? Who knows? One blanket or two? 
Uh, well, you know, it's time of year. Are, you, are we doing it outside? I mean, what's what's going on with uh, temperature wise? I, I'm a blanket guy. Yeah. So your nickname at that point will be blanket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I think that. I'm, hey Scott, are we watching could, film again tonight? I could settle down for for, for something long term there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, I'm sorry, Mike Rizzo, but um, you're going to have to die so that I can have a life with, that matters. It's harsh with McLovin. I it is. It's a harsh game. That's why I say this is the show where we make the hard decisions. All right, I forget who did T pick that he had to roll in the hay with. I'm not rolling the hay with anybody. But who was the one that you were... Uh, Unless it's in my wheelchair and I'm like doing donuts. Uh, oh, that's disgusting. So who, who did you pick to do that with? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, McLovin, too. I knew there was oh, yeah. some I controversy. Him. I married him. We both married him. I know. I know. So who did you, who did you, uh, you know... I was with? hanging out and chilling with a beer with Rizzo. Oh, you can't say the word Netflix? No. It's too risque. How about the word nude? That's what I always thought it meant until you guys told me what it really means. And then I just felt uncomfortable. It means just yeah, spending time involved. together. Yeah, I'm sure Mr. Rizzo would be uncomfortable too. Man, I got to be honest with you. I think that you're making a huge, huge mistake in killing Grunfeld. Yeah, you're maybe. Just- but okay. he's gonna he's gonna come back to get us one of these years. It's like it comes in like two and a half year spans of. I mean, you give anyone a thousand chances, it's bound to happen for them. <laughs> That's why. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. That's why you get rid That's of him. Ten just, just, oh, I thought you were saying been That's why you're attracted me. to been, him. He's been killing me. He's been killing me for years. Ted Leonsis doesn't fire anybody. Apparently, he's like the government. He, his, like I don't know his organization. He must have like a, a billion employees because for whatever reason, no one ever gets fired. For, I mean, Ernie Grunfeld literally he, he has survived a, a number of rebuilds and 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 nuke. New jobs, right? Is Wes Unseld still on salary? I hope so. He deserves it. Hey, next Valentine's Day, can we do the owners? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ew. Ew. Wait, Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. Every Uh, new job I apply for, I'm going to say I have a five-year plan. So if I tank the company year three, well, don't worry. Year four and five. It's when we come back. It's when we come back. This is a five-year plan. We have nothing. Just... Just have a little faith, for God's sakes. I have a five-year plan. We're only in year three. Yeah, the stock's off the market. I know that. We'll get it back. And Don't worry. We'll go up. Well, I want to say a special thank you to our good friend, Kevin Ewald, for coming all this way. Thanks for coming, man. Really, driving all this way. He's going to turn around. pleasure is on this side of the table. The pleasure is all on this side of the table as uh, well. Everybody needs to know that Ken and Ewald are on there's side thank of the you, table. Tim. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'm not on that side of the table, although I, I am filled with pleasure right now. Yeah, uh, I, I, I scoot that thing back over there. Oh, we have some table shifting. All, all your Netflix and chill talk and my boner chair, talk. I'm coming over faster, here. My chair's faster right. than hey. your chair. I got it on Rabbit right now, okay? Hey, if you're still listening, happy 60th birthday, Rami. I appreciate the loyal following. And uh, diehard DC sports fan right there, brother. And uh, he, he definitely would be on this side of the table, too. Shout out to Haley for being an awesome big sister to our listener-in-chief and a staunch supporter of the Holy Redeemer girls' basketball team. Go Cardinals. 
What, what, else, is there, what else is there to say on this Tuesday night in D.C. sports? Uh, just a nice, warm, happy Valentine's Day to all the <laughs> lovely ladies in our world. Uh, uh, I, think that, I think that goes without saying. That's a smart thing to do. That's a very smart thing to do. Even though we don't remember this? <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of Kevin Ewald, <laughs> Tim Strachan, Kevin Ricca. Sorry. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. It, it, was, it, was, it was something special. It was something special. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was... The Audible.